Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can build your dream business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Hello and welcome back to My Business Playbook. My name is Laura Higgins. If we haven't met, I am so happy to have you here. This is going to be good. Now, I've never done this before, but I am sharing my top five marketing predictions for 2024. Now, the reason I have been uh, hesitant to kind of share predictions like this is because I've always felt like when people did this, they were kind of like making it up a little bit and like pretending that they knew stuff that they didn't. (laughs) But essentially what I'm doing is I'm just going to share a bit of the strategy that I am building for my business and why I think these key things are essential in building your marketing strategy for the year. So I'm really sharing the five predictions and five essentials that I think you need to cut through the noise in your marketing for your creative business in 2024. So let's dive in. Firstly, we need to think about why does marketing matter? You know, a lot of people, it's kind of a bit of a buzzword, right? Like I've got to create content. I've got to show up. I've got to engage my audience. I've got to build this audience. Uh, It can kind of feel a bit like, well, why do we need it? And so before we even dive into the predictions, I want to talk about why you need a marketing plan, why you need to be showing up online with a strategy. Now, when I think about your business, and you've probably heard me say this many times before, You wear, when you start your business, when you kind of start growing your business, you're wearing many hats. You are the technician. You're the one like looking after the delivery. You are the salesperson. You are the admin person answering emails. You are the bookkeeper a lot of the time. You're like following up invoices. You're also the person who has to figure out how to get leads. Of all of the hats that you must wear, the big priority, there are two priorities. Number one is marketing. This is how you get leads, how you get people to raise their hand and say, you know what? I want what you're selling, right? So that's kind of number one. Number two is sales, because without sales, you've just got like, you kind of just have a a brand. Without sales, you've got a brand. You don't have anything else. You don't have a business without sales, but you can't get sales without marketing. So marketing is always priority number one. How can we help you to get more leads? And so if you're not focusing on marketing, you're really saying, I'm not focusing on growth. Now, I don't know about you, but you likely don't want 2024 to be another year of the same. And you very, you don't want it to go backwards, right? You don't want to go backwards and you probably don't want to stay at the same level. If you're ambitious, if you're driven, if you're like, I want to keep growing, you you need to focus on marketing. Marketing, it's kind of like, If you think about a plant or like a garden, marketing is the soil. It's the thing that's going to get you to have this beautiful, thriving, luscious indoor houseplant. I'm terrible at looking after houseplants, uh, like really, really bad. But marketing is the soil, right? Marketing is the soil. It's the thing that's going to help your business to thrive and to grow. So if you've been on the fence, if you're like, I don't even know if I need marketing, you do. Maybe you rely a lot on word of mouth. That's totally okay. But what happens when the referrals stop coming? What happens when people, like maybe that person decides, oh, you know what, we're going to take that in-house. So we don't need to refer you anymore. We love you, but see ya. What happens 
when you run out of referrals. You've got to go back to square one with your marketing. So why not start building something in the background, even if you don't need leads right now, why not start building it anyway? So marketing is so, so important for your business. If you want to grow, you need to market your business. Okay. So that's kind of the why, why it matters. Now I'm going to share my five marketing predictions for creative businesses in 2024. Prediction number one, authentic content wins. Authentic content wins. Now, when I say authentic, I mean authentic in nature, in that it feels like you, it feels real. Why does that matter? Because we live in a world of AI. There is a lot of artificial stuff out there. There's a lot of fake stuff out there. We live in a world of deep fakes. (laughs) And so our consumer, our customer, our dream clients, they have a healthy suspicion about everyone and about people who are selling things. So it's really important that we have authenticity in our message and in our tone, okay? So the messages that we share, the types of content that we share, it's really important. The other thing I'm thinking about when it comes to authenticity is the style. We are seeing, it's really fascinating, and I I test a bunch of content and I kind of figure out, okay, well, why does that, like I investigate. If a content, a piece of content performs well, I investigate. Well, why, what, what was it about that piece of content that went well? Was it the hook? Was it the audio? Was it the message? Was it the length of the video? Was it the style? Was it the caption? What was it that made that perform well? And I encourage you to do the same. Anytime a piece of content goes viral or like has a really big spike in engagement, that gives you clues about, okay, well, something about that resonated. So how can I do more of that? Now, what I found, interestingly, we invest quite a lot of money into beautifully produced video. I love, like as a creative, one thing that I really didn't want to compromise on was the look and feel. It's important to me. And there have been moments where uh, we've been like, are we spending too much money on this? But I've always come back to this idea that my people care about how things look and how things feel. And I want to lead the way in making things look and feel good and like, cause it's just, it's important to me. I'm an Enneagram for, I care about that stuff, right? So there's an element of like this beautifully produced content has a place for sure. But we are seeing that iPhone videos perform, outperform our beautifully curated, designed, professional video. So it's really fascinating. And this is more in a social media context, not so much in a I'm, I'm running these as big campaigns and ads and things. I think, you know, you've got to have both. But what, we've, what we are finding in Instagram land, in TikTok, we are finding that really the iPhone content is outperforming the professional stuff. So authentic content wins. And I think there's something to be said that I feel like people are craving this raw, real kind of content. So that's what I'm expecting to see more of. And especially in, and not that we do this as much in service-based businesses, but if there's user-generated content, uh, you know, like you probably see a bunch of ads of like, I'm using this blow dryer and look at my hair. It looks luscious and amazing. And it's someone like on their iPhone, it's an influencer doing that. So that user-generated content paired with this iPhone scrappy content that seems to really be working. And I think that we will see more of that in 2024. So it doesn't need to be perfect. In fact, sometimes when it's a little bit crap, (laughs) 
sometimes when it's a little bit scrappy, we find that it performs well because it feels really native to the apps. Okay, so prediction number one, authentic content wins. Prediction number two, conversations are calls to action. Now, what I'm talking about here is instead of having calls to action that are like, hey, hit this link to book in a call with me or to book a session or to see my pricing or any of those things, there is a step in the middle that most people miss, and that is the conversation. So what I'm encouraging all of my clients to do inside the Next Level Club and inside my marketing playbook, I'm encouraging them to start conversations. And so all this looks like instead of putting, when you send an email blast, instead of saying, here's the link to book a time with me, let's say you want someone to book a call. Instead of doing that, a simple shift is to say, hit reply with this keyword, whatever the keyword is, and I'll send you the details. Why do we do that? Why do we add that little step? Because conversations lead to sales, not link clicks, conversations. We can track, we can measure, we can also follow up if someone replies to an email, replies to a story, comments on an Instagram post. So this engagement-driven call to action, we're going to see more and more of that. Once you start this and start testing it, you can start automating some of this. And uh, there are programs like ManyChat, uh, particularly for Instagram and Facebook, where you can say, comment this word and I'll send you the link. And it can automate that process for you. Now, before you go down the like kind of rabbit warren of many chat and things like that, there are heaps of chat automation tools out there. Before you start doing that, I want you to test it first. I want you to optimize before you automate. All right. A lot of people try to automate before they've even tested. And it means that you're automating something that you, you don't have any data on. So this is really cool. So I think the conversation piece, the engagement driven call to action is going to be like it was already we're already seeing it in 2023 2022 as well but i think leading into 2024 we're going to see this a whole bunch more conversations it's a game changer and and the thing that i say to all of my members inside the next level club is we teach this framework called shake the tree and that's essentially the scripts that you use to get people to raise their hands and say, heck yes, I want to work with you and how to actually take them from someone who's just raising their hand to say that they're potentially kind of interested to, all right, I'm booking a call. Let's do this. So we actually have a whole process for how to get people to raise their hand and then also how to stretch the gap, how to have this conversation, whether it's via email, whether it's on Instagram, in DMs, whatever that looks like, how to do this and bridge this gap because there is a gap between the marketing and the sales process. So we're just bridging that by having conversations. It's not scary. It's just conversations. It's just like texting, (laughs) right? So conversations are calls to action. Prediction number three, and this might be an obvious one. AI is your marketing sidekick. Now I said, I choose these words really carefully because it is not your marketing team. It does not replace a marketing team. It does not give you a marketing strategy. It is a sidekick. And it's really important that we partner with AI. We don't delegate all responsibility to AI. We don't outsource everything to AI. We need to partner with it. Why is it important to partner with it rather than just like hand it the keys and say, peace out, like you're doing, you're writing all my emails from now on. The reason is, and this kind of leads back to my first prediction, People are craving authenticity and people are scanning and looking for things that feel fake. So when content feels like ChatGPT wrote it, 
And you can kind of tell, right? I can tell there are words where I'm like, no one would use that word except for on ChatGPT. So our audiences are becoming more sophisticated. We want to partner with AI. We want to leverage it to make our content creation faster, to make our marketing efforts more, uh, like to use it for research, to make our marketing more like, cool, this is exactly what I'm doing. That's really going to help you. So using ChatGPT, using other video editing AI tools, all of those things are going to be super, super helpful. But it is really important that we recognize the role of AI. And what I have found in using a lot of these tools is that AI will get you 80% of the way there and you need the human touch for that last 20%. And the last 20% is really, really important. So don't cross your, like fold your arms and go, I'm not using AI at all because it's not authentic. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying partner with it, but also put your spin on it. It's really important that your tone comes through. It's really important that you are using language that sounds like you, all right? So it's kind of like thinking about it like it's a digital assistant. It's going to help you to get most of the way there. And then you are going to do the little, the little cherry on top that's going to make it awesome. So partnering with and leveraging AI and using it as a sidekick. Cool. It's not the hero. It's the sidekick. Prediction number four, attention is everything. We live in an attention economy. So what we are finding is that we need to hook people much more quickly. Your first line in your captions needs to hook people. The first slide on your carousel needs to hook people. The first words you say on your video, the cover photo of your videos on Instagram particularly, they need to hook people. The hook is the most important piece of your content. And a good hook is like three to six words. So the more time you can spend mastering the hooks, the better your content is going to perform. I was on a group coaching call with Alex Hormozy. He is the king of content, right? But he says he spends most of his time crafting the hooks. And he also said, if you're going to choose between quality and quantity, always choose quality. So get quality first and then move into quantity. So I think it's really important that we focus on building these hooks using short form content because people's attention span is shrinking. So we need to leverage short form content. But the way we do that is by really crafting the hooks, finessing the hook. You can use ChatGPT for this, but then you want to like whittle it down and refine it, refine it, refine it, because the hook really tells you how the rest of the content is going to perform, right? Attention is everything. And I I, I do think this is really important as we move into 2024. People, there is more content than ever before. There is so much quantity. There is a little bit of quality (laughs) on there, right? But what's happening is we've got the like double-edged sword of like there's more content than ever before and less attention than ever before. We've got more content with less attention. So that tells us, okay, I've got to play to where the market is right now. I've got to play to where my audience is right now. And the way they're consuming content is changing. So I need to roll with that and not try to buck the trend. I just need to roll with what's happening and leverage it for my advantage. So I want you to be thinking about the short form. I want you to be thinking about your hooks. It's really, really important. Subject lines, all of these things are really, really important. And prediction number five. Ethical marketing is essential. It is really important that we have integrity and ethics in our marketing. It's really important. So I really believe in being, I think there's so much power in being transparent. I think there's also 
if we think about particularly Gen Z, they really want to work with brands and businesses that have an element of social responsibility that care about stuff. Like it's really important that we share the things we care about. So there's that element of like, there's this social responsibility piece and you get to choose what that looks like. You don't have to die on every hill. You get to choose which pieces, like which causes you really care about. You don't have to do everything, but you get to choose which causes you care about and how you want to communicate that. I'm quite private with the the causes and, and things that I care about. And I haven't found a way just yet to share that without feeling icky. <laughs> Part of me is like, I don't, if I do something where I donate to something or I care about something, I don't really want to publicize it. I don't know. There's something in me that I'm like, I, I just think that's private. And I don't like, I don't feel the pressure to share that stuff. But I think there is an element where if people just know you care about X, Y, Z, and you have an element of social responsibility in what you do, I think that goes a long way. And I think that our audiences want to work with people who want to do good as well. I think it's becoming more and more important, which is really, really amazing. So there's that piece, the social responsibility piece. There's also the ethical, there's like the integrity and the transparency piece. And more and more people are becoming aware of when something is clickbaity, when something is, it's like a bait and switch. And I think it's really important that we hold the line. I have had recently, actually, we put our prices up for the Next Level Club because we were seriously undercharging and the results our clients have been getting has been amazing. So we put our prices up and I had someone come to me like a couple days after we'd increased the price. Now we did a big email blast about it. We, we talked about it, but I had someone come to me and say, oh, I, I missed the cutoff for this price increase. Like, can you let me in? And the like wanting to be generous, the like kind side of me was like, yes, I, I'd love to let you come in at that price. But I'd made a commitment to my audience. I'd also made a commitment to everyone else who followed the process and signed up before that price increase. They they had a cutoff date. And so I can't flip and then go, oh, but this person, like, she's so nice. I'm going to give it. Like, I can't do that because it's actually not ethical. <laughs> it's not transparent. And to me, it doesn't align from an integrity perspective. It doesn't align. So I think it's important and and there's an, I don't get this perfect and this is a work in progress for me, but I think it's really important to, in those moments where you could go, oh, I'm just going to extend this by a day or I'm just going to, I said I'd do this, but I'm going to do this instead. I think it's important in those moments to remember the commitment that you've made, even if no one would notice, because in this instance, no one would notice if, if we just said, oh, you're a couple of days late, but we'll give it to you anyway. No one would notice. And potentially this person may be upset with me for, for like holding the line, but I have to hold the line because I have to like consciously keep this thing of like, okay, I have to make sure my marketing is ethical. It has to be ethical. And there will be moments where I'm sure we won't get it perfect, but, but there has to be a code that I hold myself to. And I think it's really important as marketers, as business owners, that we even in the stuff that's not seen by everyone, that we hold this kind of integrity for ourselves. I think it's really important. And I think trust and reputation are so important. They are 
like you build those for your whole life and you can lose your reputation. You can lose trust really quickly. You can build it for your whole life and then you can lose it overnight. So I think it's really important that we have ethics in our marketing, that we think about the long game. We think about our reputation. We think about the impact of our decisions. I think it's really important. So Oh my gosh, there are so many things that are happening. It's a really exciting time to be in business. And I think if you can adopt these these predictions, these trends that I've kind of shared today, you can see some incredible results from your marketing. So I'm going to recap the the five predictions. Number one, authentic content wins. Number two, conversations are calls to action. Number three, AI is your marketing sidekick. Number four, attention is everything. We've got to do short form content. And number five, ethical marketing is essential. So here's the next step for you. I would love for you to send me a DM on Instagram. Just find me at Laura Higgins. I want you to send me a DM and tell me which of these one, maybe you're going to pick one or two of these predictions and you're going to implement them. So maybe you're like, you know what? I'm just going to, instead of sending a link in my DMs or in my emails, I'm going to just start a conversation. Maybe that's your one action. If that's like, I just want you to tell me what your one action is from here. What are you going to implement from these five predictions? What is one thing you can do and you can implement instantly? I would love to hear from you on Instagram. Send me a message at Laura Higgins. I'd love to hear, you know, what you're going to implement. That will be amazing. I have one more ask. If you loved this episode, if you found these marketing predictions and tips and tricks helpful, then please share it with a friend. Please share it with a friend. I would love for you to spread the podcast love. Uh, it's like, it actually means the world to me when I see you share it. So thank you so much. I love your work. I will see you back here. Same time, same place next week. But in the meantime, go get them.